Hi, and welcome to Film Forums. I'm Richard Williams, creator of this platform, a place dedicated to the filmmaking community. We interview members of the film industry to find out what it really takes to make a movie, bring a script to screen, or secure their acting role. If that sounds good to you, please subscribe to us on YouTube and follow us on your favourite podcasting platform. Thank you so much, Glenstone, for, for joining us today. And I have with me uh, Pete Strade as well, who's co-hosting for the first time with me today, which is awesome. So, Glenn, can you introduce yourself? Yeah, I'm a graphic designer, illustrator. So I've had quite an exciting last couple of years with a lot of published artworks. The one I'm probably most well known for is the Joker piece. So I, I just enjoy scribbling. I just enjoy anything to do with movie culture or sci-fi anything retro really. When did you realise that you were a really good artist and when did you first get to grips with digital art specifically? I think I've always kind of had art as an interest, it's always been something that I just took to, especially being a massive comic book fan as well, it just kind of goes hand in hand you know, but I think the transition to digital wasn't too difficult at all, it seems like a natural progression these days and a lot of illustrated friends I have Initially, they usually work in traditional like uh, line work or pencils and then scanning and obviously in Photoshop or whatever program they use, add detail and colour. But yeah, I think I think it just makes it a lot easier, especially now we're in the age of the internet and you can work on your tablet, you, you see a trailer, you're influenced automatically before you know it, you've got a complete piece of artwork. So yeah. Well, yeah, that kind of segues quite nicely into my next question, really. It's like, do you find digital art easier than traditional museums because it's so easy to change, manipulate, go back into it, do whatever you like with it, basically? You never are fully satisfied with your artwork. You're never entirely happy with a finished piece, if you know what I mean. You're always going to be your own worst critic. So for me, someone who's constantly, you know, altering pieces I've done two years back or three years back or just scanning a scribble I did at work on my lunch break yeah it's good to have that ease to do it you know yeah. I mean, I mean the, the difference between me and you is absolutely night and day I wouldn't compare myself in any way shape or form but I do do a bit of graphic design myself full film forum sure. stuff and one of the interview uh, I won't say which one because it looks great now but yeah. one of them I have version 17 where I literally yeah. I wasn't happy with that tweaked it wasn't happy with that and, and I literally got to 17 versions and I was finally happy with it um so I get it it's, that kind it's of thing. the bane of designers or <laughs> any illustrator revision 2.4 or i haven't finished this one yet or psd number 67 it just it, it, you go insane and you've got this stockpile of files what's your record so, do, you, do you know what what your record is for sort of naming files because i've got up to sort of 20s or 30s but i'm not an artist once i've done it it's done so yeah what, <laughs> oh, what's I, don't your... know. I, I think definitely in the double figures i think my whole life is a constant revision so it doesn't yeah, yeah. as someone who has sort of no background or any Sort of knowledge of graphic design like that sort of just blows my mind those kind of numbers I, I think it's great to be a perfectionist but god that must drive you mad <laughs> I, the thing is I work reasonably quick as well so I'm, I'm always kind of just trying to be as economic with my time as possible but as focused so if if, if it gets to the stage where I'm really happy with it and I send it and then Four months down the line, I'm still working on a left hand or, a, you know, a fingernail or something. Um, I'm, I'm really close to death, you know. It's, 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 uh, it drives me <laughs> Oh, I know that feeling so well. Again, not in your league at all, but I, I get it as a process. I understand exactly yeah. where you're coming from. It's frustrating. But if you've got that perfectionist streak, then, you know, you can really take your art to the next level or whatever you're working on, frankly, to the next level. So um, I think that's great. Uh, as long as you can find the balance and obviously uh, get stuff done within a deadline, um, then, then no, that's great. How did you find out your artwork was going to be used for the Joker Collector's Edition Blu-ray cover? 
and sort of what was your initial reaction to that news? That was quite a surprise, actually. So there's like a creative artwork network called Talent House, who basically produce creative briefs for movies or packaging or just anything in general, really. So they tend to do quite a few for big motion pictures. Um, and Joker was one of them. And I entered it and I was one of the selected finalists. My piece was used across social media when the film was released. There was some incredible artwork. It was just completely a surprise to me that mine was one of them that was used, really. But in the big surprise, Glenn, at all. It's, uh, it's oh, brilliant. Oh, no, no. It always is. It always is. I think there was about 10 entries for that competition that I put in, just because I was so enthusiastic. It was such a surprise. And then, yeah, it was about a month ago now that I got an email, and it went straight into my junk folder. And it was from the creative assistant to Todd Phillips, the director of Joker. They wanted to ask for my Instagram handle so that he could obviously release the promotional video for the Italian collector's edition. And I was I was blown away. I was like, wow, they are actually, you know, they're using it again. And I was like, it's gonna be there. That that is just oh couldn't couldn't explain it. Still do not believe it. I'm still waiting for my copy. Um, <laughs> but yeah, amazing completely mind blown do you not get a free copy at the very least then did you not get a collector's i blagged it i totally blagged it i said look can i please get one because and luckily i did that i was really cheeky and asked and the pre-orders sold out so obviously they're now on their second run i believe and i know it's only the italian collector's edition but still i'm, I'm very i'm very honored and humbled that a lot of my friends have actually gone online and, and purchased it and so forth have you been approached by any other major film studios for commissions since Warner Brothers picked your work for the Joker Collective Blu-ray cover edition? Uh, not currently, um, unfortunately. So I've done quite a few books for Printed in Blood, who are based in America. Um, and unfortunately, due to the state of the world at the moment, the, the next release that I contributed to was for Firefly, the sci-fi series. That was due to be released in November, but unfortunately it's been pushed back to March. Um, they did announce the other day the forthcoming Aliens art book, which for me is the biggest deal ever. It's just I'm a massive Aliens fan. The entire, you know, kind of world universe, if you will, Alien, Aliens, Alien Free, Predator, all that, you know, Predator's grandma. It's just, to me, amazing. And to be asked to be in the book and contribute is incredible. So, But hopefully, yeah, I mean, my artwork's out there now and there have been... Unfortunately, because Warner Brothers do own the Joker artwork, the majority of requests I get are for prints or limited edition prints of the piece itself, but they own it. And I obviously, you know, I've missed out on millions there, but never mind. As a comic book fan, are there any sort of specific artists whose work you admire most and any sort of who've influenced your artwork at all? Uh, there's so many. Uh, Addy, Addy Granoff, obviously the creator of Iron Man. Frank Quietly. Um, I think is just incredible and the most intricate and most detailed eyes since Mobius, I think. Um, ben Oliver. I have a lot of his original artwork and also uh, Mac Chater. He's fantastic as well. But I think just generally, I just appreciate, I, I have so many comics and graphic novels and just, it just takes like a, a, a nicely, you know, put together page or like comic panel just to grab my attention. I feel like there's sort of an underappreciation almost of comic book art. I and mean, I think these days it's probably grown a bit more and has sort of become a bit more into the mainstream, but you'll still find yeah. people 
thinking, oh, they're just comic books, they're for kids, and it's, it's totally not like that, is it? Yeah, I know. It's, it's, it's insane considering how much, you know, you, you're seeing the comic book evolution and seeing Netflix series, complete universes on film, just, you know, the highest grossing movies. I think, like, when you go to the cinema, when we used to be able to go to the cinema back in the <laughs> 1950s, um, like, to, to be sat there and watching, you know, a three-hour epic like Endgame and mm. to see that final, that final battle, the only thing you could do back then was read the comics and imagine it playing out, and it just... You know, it's it's astounding to see how far it's come, and it just it gives you so much hope for you know all these under, kind of the lesser known comic books that are not appreciated that could be just absolutely amazing series or films. Yeah. Is there um, a particular comic book character you love to draw more than others? I know you said you're a Batman. big Batman fan. Yeah, Batman. <laughs> I think <It's> Batman. <laughs> gotta be Batman. I still haven't got it right, but it's Batman. You know, <laughs> a drawing with a nostril up here and here there. It's all fun. But yeah, I think Batman definitely, anything in the Batman universe, and obviously Joker. It just seems like everything's kind of come together in that way for me. It's like a massive honour. I still think, despite the fact that I absolutely love Todd Phillips' Joker, and I love Joaquin Phoenix' performance, I mean, for something that wasn't meant to be part of, well, meant to be his kind of own take on the Joker, if you will, an origin story is never something the hardcore comic fans are going to agree with. But I, I still think Heath Ledger's performance is it's just it's timeless. It's one of those things that will, you know, I remember back in, you know, when Drew Struzan's extremely detailed painted posters for the likes of, you know, Indiana Jones or The Phantom Menace, all these, even Harry Potter. I mean, he's done so many, but it seems like that's kind of been lost over the years, that, that kind of art of a classic movie poster and... Photoshop is a wonderful tool, don't get me wrong, but it's just made it so easy just to whack a picture of Jason Statham in the corner, you know. That brings me on nicely, actually, to the next question. Do you have a favourite movie poster? I think it would probably have to be the original The Thing. Very iconic, yeah. Yeah, I think think a lot of people say that one. It's so, so good, isn't it? Yeah, love it. Absolutely love it. And that was a bit of a rush job as well. I watched a documentary on how Drew Struzan put that together and it was kind of an overnight thing and insane, absolutely insane. That's not right, you know? Don't do that. Opposed to that iconic in like one night. (laughs) Terrible. A lot of us illustrators are just naturally, we we love movies and we love trailers. And I think that's one of the, the things that gets you extremely hyper and excited about a forthcoming movie. And so... You see a trailer or you see imagery of leaked characters or whatever, and you just automatically want to start drawing them. You know what I mean? And um, I think in the Joker piece, I was deliberately slow at putting that together and worked on on just the the inks first, the the, the line work and the black the black kind of ink speckles, and then added the color. And I was actually really thankful that I made the background yellow because. I don't know. I don't know. I just was drawn to using a really kind of bright color. And then ironically, when I saw Joker, obviously, as uh, like with the opening scene when he's attacked in the alley and the, the full text is just, you know, Joker, yellow. Mm. And um, it, it all seems to come together for some strange reason. So, um, but I typically, I'll, I'll stop and start pieces. So if I'm not sure where it's going or, I just I, I'm not really feeling that I'm I'm getting it quite right, and I'll take a break, rest my eyes, and 
go and draw something else for a while, I guess. Mm-hmm. What advice would you give to somebody who was sort of starting out, so in your position a number of years ago? I think it's a lot has changed since when I was young. I mean, that was a long time ago. But I think now, because there's so many ways you can obviously work, like desktop, uh, iPad. Um, I mean, the Joker piece was drawn on Impropriate for the iPad with the iPencil. So quite literally just the screen and just lots of zooming in. And you have this new technology just uh, at hand that makes it easier when you're just out and about and, you know, you can point yourself down in a coffee shop or, you know, wherever and just draw. And that's amazing. That's that's the best thing. Um, And I'm really precious about my traditional drawings and sketches that I do in my sketchbooks because they're just, they're there and they can't be altered drastically once you've committed ink or anything. Whereas you can't, you know, you can be a bit more playful and creative. So I mm. think that's good. Do you, like, of... you like the kind of pressure, sorry to interject. Do you like the kind of pressure of, of traditional mediums, the permanency of it? Yes, you can erase stuff and, and you can change a little bit, maybe when you're starting out yeah. the, the image. But, but you know, kind of once you've, you've layered that up and you've, you've got it in there, it's kind of there, isn't it? It's permanent. I mean, you're still given the ability to obviously, you know, do very faint lines or blue lines and then draw over in inks or darker pencils. In that respect, it does make you kind of take your time more when it comes to figuring out where you want to go with the pieces you're putting together but yeah I just I just think for anyone starting out definitely you know there's so many things to hand now and then portfolio like you said as well that's that's a great there's so many uh, Facebook is a wonderful thing as well Instagram I mean I've, I just I'll add artists daily just because their artwork is incredible I was just wanting to ask actually what sort of projects you're working on at the moment and what can we see next from you Definitely the the one I've really got to decide what I'm doing in regards to it is the Aliens book piece because I need that to be completely stonking and <laughs> just the most detailed and amazing piece I can do. But I'm I'm still a little bit in the woods with that one. I don't, I don't know. I don't know whether to go mega intricate and just, you know, even have the Alien Queen's toenail sticking out <laughs> the corner or I don't know, a bunch of silhouettes. It's, it's a tough one a tough one that's the, the wonderful thing about printed in blood when they give you a creative brief as an artist that they they give you some guidelines to work to um but they're they're completely they give you free reign so you can either redesign the poster in essence or you know draw particular characters or from different characters perspectives and that's 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 wonderful i really would like to break into comic books just because it's something i've been wanting to do for so long but currently, I mean, anything that's based within the arena of movies as well, definitely something I'm going to try and push more this year. So I've, I've had great responses to the Joker pieces and, and Stranger Things pieces and the Ghostbusters pieces I've done. So hopefully, yeah, yeah. a lot more coming. So you do have one final question. What's your favourite non-comic book film? The Shawshank Redemption. Great choice. Great choice. <laughs> I don't haven't met a single yeah, person who hasn't liked that. So you know. And yours, Richard? What's yours? You've got to tell me now. Yeah, um, I would say yeah. Jurassic Park is my is my favourite film. Um, yeah, I love that, and also Twelve Angry Men, uh, classic uh, black and white film. So a bit of an I've old. Never actually uh, seen that. Never. Actually, you've I've never, never seen that. that. I haven't I've seen it either. Oh, oh, I'm absolutely gutted that you haven't I'll seen stick it. Stick it on tonight. To. Please subscribe to us on YouTube and follow us on your favourite podcasting platform. Thank you.